Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my god! Trip, you know what? You just made the list! Oh no! Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast. The first period starts right now. Crash of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> that could be next. <laughs> Welcome to the latest episode of the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. It has been a while. That, people, should be the goal song for the Seattle Kraken. The techno version should be that. I swear to God, if they do it, I want 10%. Yeah, well, as we've shown in the past, our ideas, once they get used, we get no credit for. Yes, But wouldn't ooh, that be ooh. cool, right? Everybody, <laughs> everybody, what? How many people fit in their uh, squid? Or no, that, that's Detroit. How many fit in their Kraken home? Right, 15,000. The yeah, their crack house. 15,000 people standing up, saluting, singing a, the sea shanty. Why not? So uh, <laughs> if those who have listened to our podcast forgot who we are, I am Rob. He is Dave. Yeah, we understand that we've been away for a while, and I'm sure that we've missed a whole shitload of wrestling and hockey stuff, but we figured we'd start off, you know, as Gary Bettman says, you know, this is the end of one season and the beginning of another. And everybody on the social media is like, all right, Gary, enough with the history lesson. Please, let's get on with it. So I figured we'll start with it the draft and maybe we'll be able to be the first podcast to break something uh, yeah not really probably not probably not well we can always talk about the devils in our crease to crease section as we always do um yeah. nice little wrap up to the season it feels like our season ended a very 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 long time ago but it really wasn't <laughs> well it probably ended right around when we got covid <laughs> and oh, the whole been. season after that was a uh fiery train wreck all the way to the end of this the two the fourth overall pick huh. yeah i mean but there there were bright spots i i can say towards the end of the year um i was happy to see what they were doing it was quite sad after the trade deadline just because everybody was like what happened to our mommy and daddy they're not here anymore and all the kids just run amok 
Yeah. And I think that's exactly what Fitzy's plan is, is to take this core group of Nico and Jack and Blackwood and Severson and Brat and Zaka and Sharon Govich. And that's our core. That's what we're going with. And you either fit in or you don't. And I mean, Palmieri, I liked him. He was nice, but you know, he, we could, we got a lot for him. So, and the same thing with Zajac. I mean, I feel like him and, and Andy Green, they aged themselves out. But Andy Green got an, is getting another one-year deal with the Islanders. Good for him. Um, I have no, I have no beef with Andy Green. Um, oh, speaking of beef, we can have beef with Travis Ajak, considering what he uh, um, said at some point during the playoffs, where it's like it's it's nice to be part of you know, or like sometimes you don't fit in, or or I forget the the exact wording of what he said, but as a fan, hearing that, going one, oh my god, he can talk. Right, like regularly, and two, why are you dissing a team that you've been with your whole like? You just like closed the door on ever like coming back by that comment of saying like well, I, I don't. I don't, fit I don't think in. the door was ever open again for him. I think it was more along the lines of if you look at the roster we have now and the roster we had when he was on the team. I think him, Andy Green, Palmieri, like. Those are the only guys that are like married and have kids. And then you look at everybody else who is a kid. So while the rest of our roster is going out in Jersey city and Hoboken and partying and living it up and he's zoom calling his baby, you know, goo goo goggling in the picture. You know, I, I could see why he said it. I don't think he had to say it, but that could be, I don't think he needed to say it. Hearing it sucked. It was just like, it's it, not like it's putting salt on noon. It was just like, dude, right? Like you, you were, you were like the de facto captain kind of thing because you were the one guy left, and then you leave, and then you shit talk us. It's like, whatever. Onward and uh, upward, I say. Yep. So, uh, bright spots in our season were, you know, you saw the emergence of Jack. He Hughes. He definitely took a step up. Seemed more confident with the puck. He f- seemed physically stronger. He did. He didn't get pushed off the puck too much. He didn't uh, fall down much. Sharon Govich. That had to be our... I have to say that he's probably our MVP. He he definitely showed right from game one. And he was probably our most consistent. Now we play. just have to worry about that sophomore slump and all that other kind of stuff. But, I mean, you expect him to be maybe, what, top six? A top six oh, role? He's, he's going to be our top six player. I mean, you think so. if, you, if you had to project project our lineup right now without uh, any additions, without any free agent signings, you're going to go Nico, Brad, maybe Sharon Kovic. Then you're going to have, it seemed at the end of the year, wasn't it like, or no, it was Hughes and... Sharon Govich, mm-hmm. and then you had Nico, Brett, and Zaka was playing wing. You're going to have McLeod, Wood, and probably now Nolan Foot, since Bastion got taken by Seattle. And then your fourth line will be. Yep. Yeah, we have to. Work. I mean, yeah. So. 
we can talk about the draft since it is a draft night. Taking taking um, another Hughes brother, we go Luke Hughes, and and then Jack decided to just almost take him out jersey yeah. style. First of all, what was Jack Hughes wearing pant wise? <laughs> he looked like he was wearing chef pants. Like if you saw someone come out of a kitchen. Yes. Well, hey, you know what? Hey, if he's if he's going to be cooking us cooking us up some cups down the road, I'll take it. Can go back to this in a few years and go look. He was wearing. He was. We made fun of him for wearing pants, and now look what he's doing. He's holding up a cup. We can just say. But I yeah. text you. I said if we don't take Hughes, just watch. Yeah, well, <laughs> Jack's reaction. Let's see his face because he'll pick up he'll Scott pick, Niedermeyer two point two two point oh. He'll pick up his phone and just text Fitzy. Trade me, right? <laughs> right, effing now. Uh. As we said earlier, with the Seattle, I guess, okay. expansion draft um, that was ruined by a reporter. I think they had to have their list in by noon, and every one of their picks, except for three of them, were out by, were on Twitter by 1220. And I think I said on social media, I'm like, look, ESP, just shut down your thing, put up put up like a big like black screen with white lettering and just go just read twitter and that's it cuz let's face it okay one that broadcast stunk it was not I, I like chris fowler i like him on college game day for college football which is fine i like the idea of what he was trying what they're trying to do and i like that they brought out seattle people to like you know <sighs> I know it's gimmicky, but that's what they have to do. I, I and I get all that. The only thing is, when you bring out Marshawn Lynch, and for those who are just like straight hockey wrestling people that don't know football, this dude smokes so much pot. Yeah, he's and he had to read a, a Russian dude's or or a European new dude's name. Cali Yarn. He was. He was. Yeah, he was. Dude, like Cali, dude, it's you. <laughs> And then weeks had to say his last name. He's like, yeah, what he said. Yeah, I think legally we have to say his name out loud here. But uh, <sighs> yeah, but yeah, I, it was cheesy. But I guess it ties into our next story that ESPN is back into hockey. Uh, it seems like they're putting a couple more bucks into it than they did back in the nineties. I can I can say though that 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 expansion draft show stunk. Audio issues were terrible. I get it. It's one day, but still, you're ESPN. You have the bucks. You have all these people there. You couldn't get the general manager to put on his ear microphone the right way. I saw, in, in three different shots, he had that microphone on in three different ways, over one ear, over the other ear, and like down by his throat. <laughs> I saw on Twitter somebody had – somebody should give the Academy Award for everybody that is in the crowd right now acting surprised – by the picks that they're making. <laughs> look, I mean, look, it, it's the age of social media. I was scrolling to figure out who was there, who was there, and like all these names were coming out, and I'm like, we're one of the crappier teams, or we were one of the crappier teams. We have the fourth pick in the draft. Why wasn't ours like just leaked? Like, Fitzy's probably just like here, whatever. I don't care. Well, it's, going it's back not to PK. our team, I know we were moving on the news, but uh, we didn't even do it about like signings and shit or, or projections. We yeah. can get into that a little bit. But our uh, the way I look at it is who just got taken out? The other guy that the Devils were thinking of taking, that Brant Clark. Oh, he's going to the Kings? He's going to the Kings. Hmm. Uh, the 
who we left unprotected, none of them were really any surprises. I, th- uh, I think and- it came, for me it came down to I, I they weren't taking PK, um, so it was either going to be Butcher or it was going to be Bastion. I don't yeah. I didn't think they were going to take Merkley. I and I don't know uh, maybe maybe Janssen, I, I but all of the, all of those people on that list were replaceable. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Especially with anybody coming up. Or I mean, or, or a one-year you, deal, you know, UFA guy. Right, you might be I mean saying, "I right, well, is PK really replaceable at this moment? Are we going to be able to find somebody that could on, on in general on UFA that would take his spot unless yeah, right maybe. this non-tampering period unless somebody said you absolutely have a contract with me we'll deal with it on the 28th then they probably would have let him go or trade him or stuff but and I don't mind PK I mean I don't think he's a nine million dollar player if we were paying him three million dollars no, we would find we find a good trade him. yeah we say or we have an easy trade partner for three million or whatever we'd have to eat but oh, as far as what we're going to be expecting on defense next year, you're going to have Severson. You're going to have PK. You're going to have our big trade that we didn't even mention. Yeah, what was his uh, name? Even though he's Graves. A, he's Graves. Okay, he's a good kid, good guy. But you know what? That felt like weeks ago, months ago. Yeah, he's not going to put up the big number of points, but he's exactly what we need. We need that defenseman that could make that first pass and get out of the zone, make that play in front of the net, block the shot. I think he like was in the top five and block shots in the league, you know, and if he pumps in four or five goals a year and gives good me, for him. Yeah. If he gives me 12 assists, well, you know what? He's not the offensive. That's fine. He's not the right. offensive defenseman on that pair. I mean, I'm not going to compare him to Ken Danico, but, Ken Danico's got two Stanley Cups, and you can easily say two? he was a giant part. Yeah, because he wasn't on 2003. No? Retired after 2000. He uh, he was a big part of our winning those Cups. Yeah, he didn't put up points, but the defense that he played, and you can go and look at every Cup team up and down the Stanley Cup and read the names, and you'll go, oh, who's that guy? Well, that was a guy that was – you know, in the playoffs, a plus seven, and he blocked 12 shots, you know, a series, and you go, oh, all right, well, that that's the guy that we needed. They're showing the video of uh, Jack jumping up and down again on his brother. <laughs> that's going to be that's gonna be the biggest gif on the internet. So you're going to have Ty Smith and Graves together, probably. You're going to have PK and... Severson. Severson together. Then you're going to have... You have like the the guy um, Siegenthaler or whatever his name Siegenthaler is. Siegenthaler and and Butcher Ball. Now, if you look at our defense, Siegenthaler is like six four. Graves is like six five. Ball is six seven. We're Ty gro- Smith we're, is four foot three, but that doesn't. <laughs> we're, we're growing on defense, right? But not Height-wise. only are we growing, we're picking guys that can move. Isn't the Russian kid too that we picked last yeah, year? Like he's uh, like a giant Shemelin too. Ding dong is. Is yeah. he's another one that's six, six seven. So yeah. if you look at our defense, we're kind of going into a giant mobile defense. Fleet. Yeah. Now, I mean, we've argued about it left and right, but you know, you can easily say now if we just get a defensive coach, which we'll talk about in the future show about, you know, our our hopes and desires for this team, 
then we can move forward and not just worry about us being a playoff team. Think about us being, I don't want to say a dynasty team, but think of us as being the team that we were, where we were a goalie, which we have, and the defense building out. Everything else will fall into place. You can win games two or three, nothing. If you have good defense, we showed that for years. I mean, if you look at Montreal made it all the way to the finals with a good goalie, good defense and a hurt goalie, a, yeah. a good hurt goalie. Now, so, now, now we have holes. We obviously have holes. Okay, we want to go D, big D. Yeah, he, Luke Hughes is not going to be on our team for oh, no. two or three years. Which uh, that I don't care about. It's the bridge that gets us from today. If Fitzgerald basically said that, look, the ownership has given us nearly carte blanche to, I guess, we'll say escalate the plan. To become contenders, for playoff contenders, not fucking cup contenders. Um, I will take him at his word. We have holes on defense. I wouldn't mind throwing money, a lot of money, and we'll talk about it in a little bit, but we can throw him a little less than Seth Jones money and, and, and be one hell of a freaking selling point going, this is what you're going to do for us now. This is yeah, what you're going to do for us tomorrow and later. I don't want to pay Dougie Hamilton nine and a half million dollars. Oh, not nine, no, and maybe not eight. Seven right, would be. He's gonna he's gonna look at that and go, look at his stats, look at my stats. I scored more goals. I had more points. I want somewhere in that range. Now, if you told me we can get Dougie Hamilton for eight million times, if I'm giving you eight million a year you're given five I, I six. want i want five years that's all i don't want to sign you long term because you know what in five years i've shown i've seen that in why are they showing phoenix they don't have a pick they have one later due the to ninth, the tr- on the ninth pick right now well i'm watching on my phone i'm not actively looking so anyway but if you look at i don't want dougie hamilton he's been on boston he was traded out because the teammates kind of said he's not our kind of guy. Then you go to uh, Calgary, gets traded out. Now he goes to Carolina, where he's a UFA. They could re-sign him, and they're like, yeah, good luck. See you later. Well, so well, in yeah. my brain, there's got to be something there that is saying buyer beware. But if you want to make a splash... Which I think he with which I think Fitzgerald wants to do. He wants to kind of go in that right. That next contract will bring some guys into their thirties, right? He, I think he wants to, not to go. Oh, I want you know mentors to be in here, but I think he wants that blend of rookies that we have, or young kids if you don't want to call them rookies, and established veterans. Go for Dougie Hamilton because. That'll put asses in the seats. Um, Blake Coleman's all right, probably not resigning with Tampa, considering how much money they don't have. Topic in the next thing about their cheating, air quote cheating. Um, yeah, he's going to the stars. You guys, you go look, sell. We need somebody on the PK too. <laughs> 
Well, again, Admit you got to teach, teach these young guys to play. I mean, if you think about it, Boquist did, does well. Uh, as much as Andres Johansson got fucking roasted this season, he was a good penalty killer. You have Nico for a full season, good penalty killer. Zaka, good penalty killer. So we do have that. I don't think our forwards on the penalty kill were the issue. I think it was our defense. So if you want to go Coleman... There's been rumored talk about Tarasenko. I, I, that has to be one of the most screwed up um, situations ever. You get to a point where you expose him. Seattle doesn't even take him. Tons of word out there going. They had teams saying, "I will take on his full cap," and they Fuck still one of them. and they still said no. Yeah, again, it's one of those buyer bewares. It's, you know, the the St. Louis Blues don't have the power. We do. The, you know, the other 31 teams do. So if they really want to get rid of him, if he's going to hold out, that's, I mean, if I'm thinking like a GM, I'm going, well, if he doesn't want to be there, let them come to us. I'll and- make the call. I'll do my due diligence and say, hey, you know, I'm willing to do this. And if they said no. All right. Well, now it's on you. You can always call back, but that that asking price that we were giving you, that selling price, you know, we're going to pull that back a little bit. Now it's going to be something different. So since Connor, uh, I don't want to say Connor McDavid, but the other Connor uh, got shipped off and is probably going to resign in Vancouver, um, what what would you sh- just straight give up for Tarasenko? What would I give up? Now versus what do I give up in September when he's still there and he says he doesn't want to go to training camp or maybe a couple of weeks in two different prices. Let's, you know, all right. Let's well, let, all right. You know, the way Fitzy probably wants to do, he wants to have his team ready for camp because we didn't have a camp last year. I would think he's, he'd rather have that player now to go day one if, day one of camp doctor's going to going to cup you and go cough and okay you passed and then you're probably looking at if you were going to give get Tarasenko and we're taking full salary not yeah full salary not, you got to give all right we're got to give a player back right it's, right i would say they're probably getting miles wood maybe would you give up that lower first? Or at this point, would you just simply just take the pick? Maybe our, the pick, the 29th pick. Yeah. But if this is past, you know, like if this is next week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say not Holt, maybe Mercer. Ooh, really? And that's it. Those, That's what you're getting. You're getting a player and a prospect. Now, if you call me in October before the season starts and he doesn't want to go are you giving up like a zaka (laughs) you're giving a you're getting a second round pick and maybe miles wood because i i want somebody off of my roster so there's a spot for him and i'm not giving up any of the younger kids so you're the way i would sell it is you're getting our our leading goal scorer he scored 17 goals on a shit team like us imagine what he would do on a good team like you st louis well, and and, and now pick. and now they have Pavel uh, Buchnevich, right from um, from the Rangers. Yeah, what the fuck are they doing? But we'll talk about that yes. when we get into. So I mean, all right. So so if you if there's also talk about us uh, doing some kind of trade with San Jose, Kevin Weeks said, "Watch out between the Devils and San Jose." So the only name that the Sharks 
and us have been tied to is uh, uh what is it uh kevin lebank no no i know that's the guy you want no it's uh um uh, toby uh rear no timo meyer yeah timo meyer sorry talk about that's that. fine he's a good message. goal scorer he's another swiss guy so that's why they're and he tying played, yes. that name to us. Yes, because he played with Nico. But still, right? So if look, Kevin Weeks has been pretty spot on uh, on stuff that he's heard and stuff that's happened. Okay, so I guess where there's smoke, there's fire. So if we get you know Mir, right? If if Dougie Hamilton says yes, right? What what else do you put on this team? We'll throw a question mark for ter- for Tarasenko. Let's, all right, let's put it this way: we get Tarasenko. Okay. Then we're not going after the shark guy. What if we do? What? What? I'm just saying. What if we go after Hamilton, yeah. that the San Jose guy, and Tarasenko, and that's it. You're, and that's one, it. One, you're looking at a lot of money because now you're looking at Tarasenko makes what like seven. How many years you're, does he have left? I think it's this year, next year. Okay. So you're looking at him. That's seven million. If you're going to give Hamilton eight million, now that's fifteen million dollars between two guys. Nico's making seven, so you're 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 dabbling in dangerous Tampa area with all of this money being thrown around, and then next you still have to sign Sharon Govich and a couple of these other RFAs, and on top of that, you have Jack coming up, right? Jack coming up at the end of next year. And he's going to probably look at what Nico's making and say, oh, wow, some guy from New Jersey just got drafted by Ottawa. Look at that. Cool. Congratulations. Uh, Brian, Brian Boucher's son. Oh, nice. They're talking about him on the yeah. NHL network. On the, they're, on the, and they were talking he was the 33rd. Yeah. You know what? I ranked s- guy. And Ottawa just took him 10th. This whole draft got screwed up by the third pick. <laughs> yeah. After us, it got it. It got well, got not wonky. really after us, but but the way I look at it is the Devils. You want to leave money for Jack. Now you're going to want to leave more money. You know, for the RFAs that we're going to have, you don't want to just nimbly bimbly throw it out at every person. Well, if you're just going to go with those like and a backup goalie, I have no idea who a backup goalie is. What how, what's that's going to cost? No. Are we gonna get like Euro Halak for like a couple mil after after what he's done in Boston, right? Like they were talking about uh what Bernier that just got traded. Well they're they already read that he's getting Detroit's are not Detroit, Carolina's already talking. To resign him? him? Yeah. Or to get an ex yeah, because they they have no goalies, right? Like their whole they just have to So the way I I mean, do you go after a guy like a backup like Halak and you're gonna say, Hey, Blackwood's going to play, you know, 55 games, and this guy's going to get the 25? Yeah, see, or you don't do know. you go after Frederick Anderson and say, he, you're going to play, it, it, we're going to split this 50, 30, 50, 35. Frederick you know? Anderson's name has been dandied about with every goalie needy team, like a, like a hooker in New York. Yeah, like Pittsburgh. I could see him going to Pittsburgh. There's, I also heard stuff that they're trying to get Flurry back in Pittsburgh. Good luck. That's a lot of money. Shit, they they had one of the either one of their two goalies coming to us at some point. It's just straight up chatter. I don't, see. I don't know. I if if you take Tarasenko on his two years, right? 
it, does he have some kind of modified no trade clause, or is he wide open? I don't know. He might have waived it. I thought he waived it to get drafted or whatever to go expansion. To yeah. So it, you got two years on that, right? And if it doesn't work out, you can flip him for something, right? Another second round pick or what have you, right? If you're going to get the t- the um, Timo guy, right, young enough, you can extend him, right? And then Dougie Hamilton giving it enough to have, right? So we're no, I mean it's a selling point, but you also have to remember we're New Jersey and nobody ever comes to us. Understood, but. You have to overpay. And if I'm going to overpay, I'd rather overpay for somebody like... Like a Seth Jones if we got him? No. I don't like Seth Jones, personally. That that contract is obnoxious. Can can I just... Can we jump jump ship on that one a little bit? Well, they need that. Obnoxious. Yeah. They need that. Seth Jones and, and who? Kane and who's the other one? Taves? Yeah. They make up well, they were like half the fucking Yeah, but they had that anyway. They had that the same with way Duncan? with Kane, Taves. Was Duncan uh, Keith part Duncan of that? Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook. Well, this got half so they got half and put, took back one. Whew. That that was rough this afternoon. Anyway. I mean, all right, so go, It would be nice to get all of those guys going but on just a, remember sometimes when you have too many chiefs and not enough Indians in the room, right. it doesn't turn out good. Right. Okay, but if you if you look at how he's molding this team already, right? I don't mean Indians. I mean, uh, uh, what the hell is Go the ahead. Cleveland Indians team now? <laughs> the Cleveland Steamers, the Guardians, Guardians. Yes, no, that's cool. <laughs> um, and can we just the, the logo itself? I'm like, oh look, Ugh. bases loaded five from the Nintendo is 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 coming back. <laughs> I was playing Neo Geo the other day. You know, baseball stars. So, so let's just say you bring in those three and whoever you want to bring in, because it's probably going to be a name, okay, as a backup goalie. That's four people you're bringing into this organization with already an uptick on, like, excitement and whatever and, and future, right? Because we have all these kids that are played great their one first year. Do you, does, in that, of those four players, if we get those four players from a caliber standpoint, it doesn't matter if it's Tarasenko or somebody else, somebody on that level. If it's right, four people who are on that level, does that push us to being a playoff team or does it push us to maybe making the playoffs? I think it pushes us to maybe. I think realistically it pushes us to maybe. I think the expectations would be of a team we're making the playoffs. Like anything but the playoffs would be a letdown. But in my opinion – we're one year with Lindy Ruff. There needs to be growth in this season through his system. First-year coach is always tough. Yes. Not that he's a first-year coach, but the first with year the team. with such a young team to learn the system. It's not as easy as you think. I mean, even in football, you look at a young quarterback. It takes them a year or two to learn that playbook, to learn the timing and whatnot. Uh, and the other- so same as with hockey. And, so, the, and the other part, too, that one, there was no practices last year because of COVID yeah. stuff. Two, there was no training camp because it was just like, boom, here's here's this four weeks and go, right? And a couple games here and there, and that was it. So there wasn't, right? This this year is one of those, like, what did what'd you learn last year? Well, let's, let's do it again in training camp and a little bit extra that I'm trying to, you know, change things up with. So I think yeah. if, if Fitzy goes out and does 
not the bare the bare minimum would be just bringing back everybody who we have and going let's try it which i think would piss off three quarters of the fan base who's i think halfway there pissed off anyway because we haven't done anything yet and everyone else does Everybody is a uh, NHL 2022 fucking trade easy yeah. genius. But, but if, if he gets enough names with regards to the age bracket that he's trying to progress this team in, I would say, because honestly, like I've always been saying, last year with what we did, almost like throw him, throw him a cookie. Go, you know what? You did good enough. Now my expectations got ratcheted up a little bit because you exceeded the expectations you know, not like leaps and bounds, but you exceeded it. So here's a yeah, cookie. You gotta, you gotta so push it. Yes. And, and, and push it. I'm not saying go out and then go, you know, do those four names or those quality people. And then the year after that, try to, you know, trade for fucking Tavares and fucking Connor McDavid and all that shit to go for it. Cause that just doesn't fit in with, look, you know, me, you, you bust my nuts about being a, 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 you named... are a star whore. Yes. So I'm not looking to do that. I'm looking to keep the core the way it is with some pieces like a line A, young enough, goal scorer, right? In that age bracket that fits what we're doing and keep moving them forward, and I'd be happy with that. Yeah, it'd be nice. I, but I'm not looking to... I look at it as a business where if you pay all A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you're not leaving enough room for the rest of the alphabet. Okay. We'll see what the we'll see what happens if if we're still recording this by the time the twenty ninth pick comes up, which it might, and we'll see what happens. Well, in my opinion, everybody arguing like, "Oh, we should be trading that twenty ninth pick." What are we getting? Yeah, who? Wants what are you to... getting for a potentially unless, unless a second round pick? As, well, here's the other thing, right? Is there anybody who's in this draft right now? I know we're doing a podcast and trying to f- watch it at the same time, but is there a name that's been dropping, right? That can, that keeps dropping. That's like holy crap. Yeah, he's, the he's... goalie, the Swedish goalie, but we don't need that shit. Okay, so somebody wants to jump up, right? Let's just say it's it's fucking Columbus, right? We want to jump up a little bit. Okay, well, let's talk line three, uh, Yeah, using him you as know, an example. Yes. They have three fucking picks in the first round. Well, here, have a fourth. Give us line No. But if if there's somebody who's dropping, right, and the team gets trigger happy and calls Fitzy and goes, here, I'll give you a player in this for whatever, whoever they want, because obviously the way that this draft is going, people are if, – if somebody would have picked, like, you know, the last guy in the draft is number one because they're hell-bent on getting him, they probably would have. That's the way this is going. But I just – I don't – all the people that are saying we need to trade this pick, you, you're not getting what you think. You're not getting line A. First of all, I don't think Columbus is going to get rid of line A. Since Tortorella's not there, they're going to give him an opportunity. And on top of that, as well as they're doing in the draft, I mean, looking at this, they've already got two picks – and they have another one coming, you know, you, you don't want to get rid of the only real star you fucking have. You just traded your best defense, but now you're going to trade your best forward. Somebody, but you're not going to sell tickets that way. Now, if you told me, Hey, for that 29th pick, we'll give you uh Sam Reinhardt from, from Buffalo. Buffalo. Oh yeah, sure. I jump at that, but that's not realistic. That's not going to happen. That, well, that would be the, that that would be that pick plus something going up there, like like a butcher and a and I don't know somebody, and like a Boquist, somebody else. But right. like, 
again, you're, if you put a guy like that is a big star, like Sam Reinhardt on our team, he's great and he's a good player and I'd love to have him, but is he going to be as big a player with us or with any other team as he was with Buffalo, because with Buffalo, he was playing. He had Eichel, right? Top three minutes. You know, he's playing every first power play. He's playing. Is he going to be as successful? That's the problem with being a star whore like you. You have to look at, is taking this guy and putting him on our team going to make him as successful as he is on the shitty team that he is now? Because he is who he is. Just looking at how the uh, how ESPN is broadcasting this, the number ninth pick, right? <laughs> you know, Dylan Gunther goes to the uh, Phoenix Coyotes, then then the Ottawa pick, and then boom, pick forfeited. <laughs> they oh, really have to rub it in. Were they on the clock then? Oh, so that ninth pick must have been what they got today. Yes, the ninth pick Vancouver. was what they got today. Yeah. Well, that was smart of them. That's a smart trade. I I, I kind of asked this one of the bigger names and never got a response back on Twitter, but it's like, were they ever like, it was it poo-pooed that they were not supposed to get a first-round pick at all this year because of penalties, right? Like they couldn't trade back into the first round at all? Or was, was oh, that yes, just... They did. Yeah, <laughs> the, so that answered my question without having No, I answer, wonder, but... is this guy like, is the Columbus, which was picking 12th, is he really the 12th pick? No, he's the 11th pick. Right. So imagine if they had like um like money Bonus, like, yeah, like money NBA for like oh, what not yeah, so how how do you negotiate that? Well, you know, it's really the eleventh pick was yeah, shut up. All right. Let's move on to other NHL news. Uh like we said, ESPN watching the draft right now is back. It's nice to see Butcher Gross. Yes. Someone who actually cares yes. about hockey. Yes. Uh, now, seeing the lineup that they have selected. I don't mind. The thing is, though, who, like, when they do, like, a pregame thing, is Bouchergross going to be, like, the Liam McHugh um, for ESPN? No, I think he's going to be the NHL Tonight guy every night kind of thing. (sighs) Now, I want is, and I happened to be flipping through a Met game and saw my favorite announcer of all time calling the Met game. Gary Thorne? Why isn't Gary Thorne coming back? I have no idea. No idea. He did a great job for the Mets. That that was, I mean, I'm a Mets fan, so him and Keith Hernandez, I was in my glory just listening to that. But anyway, it's it's nice <clears> to see the guys that they took. They took Kevin Weeks. They they knew they, who to take. But they have Ray Ferraro. They have you know they're taking these guys. But that, they they brought in Mark Messier. Well, you know they're gonna have like a. They needed to bring people in. A name, yeah. <laughs> well, they have Gretzky too. No, the Gretzky yeah. went to TNT. Right, but they're all the same contract kind of thing. They're all for hockey, one way or the other. Um, Can you, do those be, pants not look like chef pants? The, the, on Jack Hughes right now. The phone feed is a little off. But um, I, I have to say, Catherine Tappen, we lost our draft mojo thing oh, with, yeah, with, with, draft, her, with her. Draft good luck charm. Apparently, she's doing something else with MSNBC, right? Liam McHugh is probably sticking with football. Um, I the like the fact that they... We got rid of, though. Huh? We got rid of Pierre. Yeah, let's talk to fucking Pierre. Um, 
Wow, yeah, those are weird pants. Anyway, um, Pierre goes from being a third-wheel analyst, in-game analyst, to the director of or vice president of player development. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. Or all these years of you trying to... To, to weasel your way into a general manager spot. Well, he was a this. general manager, and he was a coach. And he also played for the, or he tried out for the Devils, right? A, like a year or one of those things. Him and Danico could have been teammates, they were saying. I laughed. I was like, really? No. But Fucking Providence I'm glad College. He's gone. I'm glad ESPN's back. It, it can only help the sport. I mean, after they kind of dumped us, they replaced everything on ESPN that was hockey with fucking the World Series of Poker. <laughs> and it did better ratings than hockey did after that. So with them being on ESPN, them being on TNT, uh, the panels that they're going to have, you know, whether Gretzky yeah. and Messi, that's awesome. Great for hockey. Even the most unintelligent hockey fan knows the name Wayne Gretzky. A name, yes. Mark yes. Good if hire I by was name. TNT and you wanted to hire somebody, you have... Gretzky, the good guy, and Messier is a good, fiery leader. They're not going to say anything controversial. They're not going to do anything that's going to get downloads. And I hate to say it. The other guy should have been. No, not Milburn. Avery. Avery? Because <laughs> he's going to be the guy that's going to watch a play that's going to be questionable, a dirty hit. And he's going to be like, that's a garbage hit by a garbage player. And people are going to be like, holy shit, he just badmouthed the guy. Whereas Gretzky's going to be like, well, you know, it's a questionable call. Right. You know, I would have I would have liked to see him hold up there. Well, they and, were... and Avery's going to turn around and be like, no, that's a scumbag guy doing a scumbag move to T hurt another team. TNT, what they're trying to do is they're trying to to mimic what they have for the NBA with having Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley and, and, and you know, the, the, uh, the Ernie Johnson and I forget the other point guard guy who's like the neutral guy in there that they're trying to do the same thing for the nhl that they did for right, the nba Charles but barkley it, says the controversial yes. stuff so so they're showing we everything have, we're not gonna have that fuck bring don cherry back <sighs> that that would be a get for somebody but but that's never gonna that's not no. gonna happen in gary benton's gonna be like no nah, no no what's your gary I, benton impression no say? i nah. don't want you doing that <laughs> Oh, there he is on TV, head stutter and all. Oh, God. All right. So, um, the sad, tragic news. I don't know what the it real is. story is, but I'll take this one as being it because it sounds very heroic. Dude, like, went to go shield a, like, a teammate's family and took, like, not a bottle rocket, not a little sparkler, but took, like, an M80 off the chest. Yeah. <laughs> He t it was uh, Elvis Mesleekins, I think, the other goalie. And he said that, you know, he essentially, wow, that's a name that looks like it just came off of the board. Um, the 25th prospect in the draft. He wow. had one assist last year. Iska Rosen. Wow. Yeah, man, that, that's just, all right. So, yeah, so he takes a, a, a 4th of July firework off his chest, gives him a Mortar. heart attack. Boom, done. That's sad. I mean, it's one of those tragic, like, I remember as a kid, and I'm sure you being a Met fan, remember the whole Bobby Ojeda oh, what, wreck? Yeah, when he was with the Cleveland Indians. He yeah. fell nope. off in the... Cleveland. At the time, it was the Cleveland Indians. Guardians. It, it, today. You can't say that word anymore. 
Well, the fact that they are changing their name next season means that they're still the Cleveland Indians. Now, if we were talking now, if we were talking NFL, it would be the Washington football team. So, <clears throat> but um, yeah, that that was pretty. And what's what's not equally as shitty, but most shitty. However, you, you English majors want to talk about that. This whole uh, Chicago abuse scandal with the, what was it? A tape guy, the yeah, video, the, video uh, guy. There, no, there. What's it called, guy? Yeah, their video guy. There. You know, their breakdown video guy. Do, doing some fucking disgusting things with players and whipping his hog out and this, that, and the other, man. I don't know who said it, um, but they were like, if you if you want to compare scandals and leagues and stuff, if this was like the NBA, like the NBA commissioner would have been like, yo, the NBA is taking over this investigation and you're like all going down. Yeah, it seems like Chicago kind of... Because if you read, there was a report that came out today, and today is the 23rd, that, uh, like, I guess more of the legal information is kind of... Leaking? Leaking out, no pun intended. And it uh, said things like the videotape guy, like, threatened the player with a baseball bat to, like, partake in sexual... Favors and crap? acts and stuff ah. and that this guy went to the team psychologist and the team psychologist was like yeah this is your fault and that the players on the team were making fun of him and calling him names and bullying him right which means the team knew about it yeah like the players knew about it the coaches were on the ice apparently hearing this knew about it and nobody did anything. It's not going to end right. It's this isn't going to end well for Chicago. No, no. You know, and I don't know how you punish as a league. How do you punish it? What do you take away their draft picks? And then what? One of the biggest markets in the league is going to be shitty, and you're going to cost television ratings and money especially with a new tv deal i mean how many times is chicago on tv all All the time right so how do you punish this what are you gonna hit them with a fine they're one of the most yeah i know profitable teams in the league okay you're gonna fine us 10 million dollars you want to punish them take 10 million dollars off of their cap I don't know. Then, then you have to negotiate CBA crap with that, and this, you know. And I know. Is, 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 what's, the CBA, what's the players' union going to say? Where, hey, look, you're punishing a team. You're right. You are. You're punishing a team, but you're now you're hurting players that weren't yeah. involved. It, Do it's, you make them trade a player? Do you make them go? All right, you have to get rid of Patrick Kane. No, I don't think you can do that. Right. So, how do you punish them? <clears throat> Fines won't do anything draft picks right it'll it'll negatively affect the bigger picture but you got it look what they did with um with arizona right they found out they were finagling with stuff and and they took away a draft pick yes i know it's arizona but they were the they had what 11th pick in the draft you can get a what top 10 top 15 player for that considering they're you know selling now side question would you take hot dog guy with a couple years left on his deal if they ate some money? Kessel, no. Come on. One dollar Kessel dog night at, at Prudential Center. Yeah, I don't think he enjoys the uh, hot dog. <laughs> I don't think he's embracing that. 
<laughs> I think he's like, you know what? In Arizona, I don't get any, 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 any crap. So I'd like to stay here. <laughs> so we move on. He's another one I could see going back to Pittsburgh if they ate some money. So we go from the Chicago crap to the quote unquote Tampa cheating scandal. Congratulations on winning the cup. Asterisk. Two COVID cups. Yeah, it doesn't count. It wasn't a, wasn't a full season like the Ranger fans used to say to us in '95. I mean, one half is, of the is, season is what they did cap circumvention. Yes, but it's within. It's no. Oh, it looks like there's a trade. Oh, the fifteenth pick is getting traded to who? To who? To who? To who? Is this like breaking news? <laughs> We're breaking it right now. All right, hold on. I'm going to unmute Gary. Oh, they went with Detroit? Nah. Bums. All right, so they just traded down. No, whatever. It's not the um, Devils. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess they cheated, but the – I don't know if you can call it, so they – Breaking news, the Detroit Red Wings get Dallas's 15th pick. The Stars get the Detroit's 23rd pick, their 48th pick, and their 138th pick. Who, in who the hell is who? Who is 15th on somebody's list that dropped that they wanted to trade up and give give that up? Maybe the goalie. Uh, maybe that, they uh, that's right because the they, they don't have any. Yeah, maybe. Good call, Dave. Good call. So okay, so so Tampa in essence circumvented the cap. Man, that's just. But I mean, I don't think they did it. Maybe they did. With I mean, as Devil fans, we can't say anything. Because you might remember when Bryce Salvador had a headache for the entire season and didn't play, and we were up against the cap, and then all of a sudden the playoffs came and he showed up again. He did. Honestly, I remember he had the fucking ear concussion. And that was it. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember him. And then all of a sudden, he came back after the cap didn't count. So we can't really talk. I mean, we didn't win a cup, but yeah, it was the same kind of thing. I don't know. That that was kind of crappy, right? You have what Stamkos and um, who's the other guy? Kucherov. Um, yeah, Kucherov sitting out a whole season. What was it? Fifty-six games that we played. Well, Kucherov actually sat out the whole season. Oh, Stamkos is just a short term? Yeah, he was one of those, like, a little bit here, a little bit there. So, guy sets out the whole season, and boom, playoff game number one. All right, coach, put me in. I'm ready to bust some bust some heads. He did play with a cracked rib. I give me flap jacket. I give them headache. That's my best version, yeah. sorry. Of their top 20 picks, it looks like... There's still nine of them on the board. The 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 uh, yes, insider the, um, uh, top census wow. available. Wow. Uh, let's yeah, see. Did, buyouts. Did... Oof, buyouts. My God. Um, was it uh, Maga Angelo uh, from the uh, Rangers got bought out? Oh yeah, Magna. <clears throat> what is got it? Got bought out. And they were talking about how Montreal was kind of sniffing around. One of the guys, I don't know if it was Elliot Friedman or one of the other insiders, was like. I'll say the same thing now that I said at the deadline when Montreal was kind of sniffing around to to get D'Angelo. It's a mistake then, and it's a bigger mistake to get him now. 
and then me listening to the power play on Sirius XM with Coolius, and at that time it was Shane O'Brien. Um, he was like, you know what? Um, you know, what he did was a mistake. You got to give him second chances. You got to give him all this. And I sit there and I go, in a league that's looking for um, not, not cleanliness, but like a certain professional behavior, right? It's it's almost like it's like why is it always the Rangers right that have a player that that's obnoxious like this right? Sean Avery was one right. They had to change a rule book because he did he what was he did obnoxious before he got there. But yeah, right. And now this guy because of of a tweet right because he decided to to go heavy on his political views and all that kind of stuff. They didn't. Oh, they did take a goalie, but they didn't take the, the Swedish goalie. Swedish. Hey, maybe you know, watch. We'll fuck it. We'll fucking take him at twenty nine. For what insider. reason I don't know. I'm an insider. <clears throat> How many R's insider? The um, Rangers are on the clock. Yeah, who cares? And they got their former G. Let's talk about that. How in the hell do you get rid of a GM and Davidson, Gordon and Davidson, right? After the season they had and the uptick that that team was going through, how in the hell does Dolan kill? Like not well. Go- if I had to guess what caused that whole thing, and I think we talked about it on text message or whatever, I think it all came about because of the Tom Wilson debacle, calling Panarin and the league not suspending him. And then the owner Dolan making a comment, like releasing a statement. And I, if I had to guess Dolan released that statement without clearing it with the NHL or something, no clearing it with Davidson. Oh, um, Gordon, okay, and they went back and were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Oh, like throwing them like, under the bus, kind of thing. Like yeah. you're you're making us look like shit. You can't comment on another team's player, period. And you can't say that the player of safety development needs to be fired. You can't put a bounty on another team's player. We're all gonna end up in the clinker for this. <laughs> and Dolan, being a dick that he is, probably just said, "You fired." <laughs> there you go. And then and then the Rangers end up hiring um I don't know who the hell who who they put in there? Not Adam Blanc. Graves. No, uh Drury. Chris Drury. Chris Drury. And then Drury's first move is to trade for a bottom six winger who has yes, who has two cups, and then immediately give him six years at five a year. Yep. And what what did I tell you? What did I text you? <sighs> Bobby Halik 2.0. And then, and then, you 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 ship off one of your top six goal-scoring youngins for a bottom six player. For what? Yep. Somebody on uh, on the the NHL show was like, all they were all they're doing is for money because that, they weren't going to be able to pay Buchnevich, and I'm like. Now who do you have? Oh, they want to put couple, you know, crapu crapu on the same line with the other with uh, Lafreniere, and I'm like, okay, great. So you have one line, and what? Three lines of fourth liners. I have two lines and three, two fourth liners. Congratulations! So, congratulations! You have two young goalies. Okay. Now what? I yeah. and and then and then what the Flyers did today blew everybody's mind, giving up a boatload of crap. For for Ristolainen from Buffalo. Ristolainen and Ryan Ellis. Which Ryan Ellis I like. I wouldn't mind having Ryan Ellis on the Devils. But they you, gave up like they gave up like picks. 
They gave up on Nolan Patrick. They gave up essentially nine, like eight players and a couple of draft picks for two for for two guys. Yeah. So who, right, and they were like they were a big team in on Seth Jones. That didn't happen. Um, Buffalo made out like a bandit. Now as long as they can draft well, but then it's the pagolas. So what do you expect? What do you think of their head coach Granado? As as being named the full time, I guess through a retool, rebuild, whatever. For Buffalo, yeah. I know they played better with four. Doesn't matter because everybody that complained about him is going to apparently be traded there, <laughs> there anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, and he's then... going to come in with the if I were him, and Eichel is gone, and Rusalanin's gone, and Reinhardt's gone. I walk into the locker room and I throw those guys under the bus. Like, look, I know you're friends with them, but they didn't want to be here. And this is the team going forward. And if you don't want to be here, let, the let GM me know, know yeah. and you can join them. But we're going to play a certain way. We're going to play a certain style. And yeah, look at look at that. The, the the Red Wings got the goalie, Sebastian Cosa. Yeah, I, I know. I'm an insider. Insider. Uh, big boom. Of the, the first big boom of the day was Arizona trading um, – Oliver Ekman Larson and uh, Con- the, the other Connor um, and stuff to Vancouver for a whole bunch of stuff. Which everybody's like, Arizona's like taking a, a short, like one or two year hit on salary. And then they're like, fucking, you know, if, if it be, this year. almost like us, if we traded or let go of PK, it would be 20 million under a cap floor. <clears throat> but, um, that was just a crazy one. And then pretty much, what, an hour before the draft, Chicago gets Seth Jones and then automatically signs him to a fucking gazillion-dollar deal. Not that I'm, you know... Jealous. Jealous of a fucking... <laughs> yeah. Nine-year average for the next eight. Not at all. Yeah, but they'll be lose. they'll lose that money because eventually Taves, uh, who came out, he missed a lot of last season with some virus and essentially he had like super mono yeah. where he had like no energy. He couldn't do anything and he tried to play through it and it was just draining and taxing on him. And then they finally figured it out. Well, you know what? I could see him being a year or two away from just walk retiring. I mean, and you got to think he, he's got the cups. Sure. Shit has the money. What more does he really? He's got the gold medals, so it's not like he needs a hell of a whole lot. So now we are in the first, the first day of the season. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Who wins the cup? Um, Seattle, right? Your new team? No. Seattle, by the way. They, every they... one of those players, uh, I believe, I tweeted out the scene from Major League. <laughs> where she comes in and she goes, this is the <laughs> list of players that I want to invite to camp. Yeah. <laughs> Most of these guys, I've never heard of half of these guys, and the guys I did hear of are way past their prime. Yes, Most of these guys never had a prime. This guy here is dead. <laughs> um, a, lot of, a lot of what insiders are saying is that um, – they basically went with the we're going to take players and we're just going to like the devils did way back when build out from the net and forward. So they went and got big D 
<laughs> um, they went and got their goalies, and they'll just work on getting, you know, wingers and stuff. They drafted a, what, center today? <clears throat> so who who wins? Well, I think it's not going to be Tampa because they can't re-sign everybody, and their, their bottom six got blown to shit. Like one in the east and one in the west. <clears throat> to go to the Stanley Cup finals, I'll say the Islanders in the east. Uh, I'll go Vegas in the west. Yeah, I would say definitely Vegas. And then uh, just to be different. I'm going to go Toronto. Speaking of buyouts, we <laughs> skipped over two big ones. Oh, who did we, we forget? Our former captain, Zach Parisi, and Gary and uh, uh Brent and Suter. And God, Suter. Minnesota f- is fucked. They were fucked when they signed that deal. They're fucked even now because now they got what another eight years. Well, Bill Guerin's gonna. I see what he's doing. Where he's essentially saying, I'm taking over this team and making it my team at all costs. But if, if you take the players individually, yes, they're both linked to, to the Islanders, whatever. Um, I I would think Zach has a bottom six role for maybe another year or two. Okay, at, at obviously at a low low rate. Suter, from every, what everybody is saying, has a higher or has like a longer shelf life remaining. So I'm sure he'll go with a contender like Colorado. Would would I take each of them on our team for like two years max each for like, I don't know. If we didn't have PK, I would jump it sooner. Not but, saying they're the same player, but I'm just I, saying yeah, yeah. where they're going to fit. Uh, do we take Parisi back? No. No way. Do we take the flies back? <laughs> I know. Something's flying around. Sorry, get a cat. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Islanders are. Pre- I mean, all right, let's put it this way. All right, so they lost Jordan Eberle to Seattle. I, I, I don't think Lou cares really much at all. Eberle really didn't do anything. Fucking Palms came in there and boom, did more right, than. So they could put Palms there if they, they can pay brief. Parisi a million dollars. Because you think about it, they're going to be making. Seven, eight yeah, million dollars or you, whatever. You can over pay him the, the le- next. Pay him the league minimum, and whatever, and that that's like gold for for Lamarillo right now because he's in cap hell, right? Um, yep. I mean, I don't see anybody else in the East. Like, wow, okay, Boston signing Hall for four years at six million. Whoop de do. <clears throat> They're getting fucking old. So yeah, they've got a they've got a small window. Shane O'Brien. This year, maybe next. Shane O'Brien's like, oh, as, as long as they got the pasta line, and they'll, they'll be fine. I'm like, that's one line. Yeah, who's playing goal? <laughs> so, um, I don't think it's the Bruins. Bruins are probably on a down. Washington's on a down. Flyers fucked themselves up. The Rangers are a down because they got to they got to I mean, look, they hired a good coach in Gallant. It's going to take them a year to get their his system implemented. It's going to take a year to get I don't know, anybody on their Florida's team. Florida's good. Yeah, Florida. Florida. Okay, yeah. They're so that's not gonna. They're not gonna make the finals, but Florida could be good. Um, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's windows closing. Yeah, but they could take one more little kick at the can, depending on who they get in goal. Uh, I, I Ottawa, Tampa. no. Montreal, no. 
Yeah, Mo- Montreal is like a flash in the pan. Like like we always say, you get on a good like roll. We were and in twenty twelve. Mm. Um, Tor- I mean Toronto. Look, if they're if they're getting rid of what Zach Hyman by trading uh, by a sign and trade, dude's getting five over eight or seven or something like that, and he's getting and he's going to uh, um, the Oilers. Not worth it. Everybody's like, yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, I don't know who else. I and Carolina. I'm sure Carolina will make the playoffs, but I don't think they're gonna go far. Detroit, yeah. no. Detroit's just like us at the bottom. If we make the playoffs, whoop de doo. I'll be. I mean, wow. You know, one a first round loss. Man, whoever this kid is that St. Louis just drafted looks like he's nine years old. Cool. And I don't know who out west. I mean, it, it the the way that this season ended. And the way that, you know, a flat cap and teams are just jockeying to, to move salary and stuff, it's the same teams going into this season at least until stuff kind of like peters out, right? So, I think it's it's between Vegas and Colorado. Those are your two. Now, if Colorado gets – oh, Landeskog's another UFA because there's talk. Would would you – I know he's a center or whatever. Would, would you, you? Would, would you on Landeskog? Yes. Would John Hamilton? I will, and I will leave it at those Both two. Both of them? Yeah. At the same on the team? Yeah. I think it's one or the other. Money wise, it's one or the other. I, I would. But I would say you're going to pay less for Landis Cog, but you're going to pay longer than you would for Hamilton. You're going to pay more shorter for Hamilton, right? Just because age and stuff. Pay yeah. less but longer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to. You're going like seven times six. Because where does he go if it's not Colorado? L.A. Really? Ottawa. A lot of money in Ottawa. Uh, See, Ottawa's on an uptick, right? We're on an uptick. Right. Detroit's on an uptick. uh, Iserman's got to go listen. (laughs) We'll take the C off Lark and put it on you. (laughs) You might not have the C on you, but you're still going to be the captain. Yeah. Yeah. So another but, question you have is, do we make the playoffs? It. I will do this as a caveat, and it, it's not a cheap, cheap out. It's, it's depending on what we do in free agency. All right, so we'll ask that question the next time we record after free agency. Um, so we did our surprise teasings, and there we go. Who is the first coach? First coach to get fired. Um, I'm going to say it's um, Flyers. Alvino, huh? Yeah, because the the bottom, the floor dropped out from them last year. And, right, there were high expectations of making the playoffs and getting a good run. And they didn't even make the playoffs. I'm going to toss it up between Detroit He's no. been there a while. They just, Flash no. Hill. Yeah, but they just resigned him. Yeah, I know. I know. Stopped anybody getting fired. I, I know it doesn't mean anything, but I, I don't. I don't think. And so. Toronto. Toronto's a good one, and and I think if if they fire Toronto's head coach, Dubis is gone too. Because I think from what he said now is like he's basically putting the same team out on the ice, and he's going to roll with it, and he's going to live and die on that on that thing. I think he's saying, you know what? If we don't do anything this year, I know I'm toast. Yep. 
but I think I think um, Laviolette. Who's your surprise team? Good. Who's your good surprise team where you're like, oh man, they came out of nowhere. <laughs> I want to say the Kraken just for novelty, but because I mean, what do they have to lose, right? Right. Well, I don't think anybody's going to match up to what Vegas did. Yeah, because they, they well, just look at what they did from a, a expansion draft. They went in a totally different direction. So, um, like a good surprise team. All right, you're gonna shit your pants. I'm gonna say the Rangers. You think they're gonna take the next step? Yep, because they they brought in Gallant. They already have high expectations, right? Even though they, I don't know, even though I don't know what they're doing. I think that they have that gallant magic that wherever he goes, teams do well. Even though we, we want them to do bad, his, by what they did today is just fucking insane. Uh, yeah, I think I think them. I think L.A. is going to be the surprise team. And their window's done after this, right? Right, but they have so many young guys to I put mean, in. To kind of start pushing the older guys right uh i i think they're am i bad surprise it's gonna i think it's gonna be boston i think boston's gonna the taylor hall effect the taylor hall effect yeah. yeah i think that boston's going to be that team where you go all right they're good and the first like 20 games of the season they're gonna be you know not very 500 they're, no, they're gonna be like 13, you know, and like four with a couple of shootout losses. And then one of the guys is going to get hurt. And that's it. Yep. And the other bad, my other bad is I think it's going to be Chicago. I think Chicago is going to be so bad with this, this stuff in the background. Hanging over their heads. That it's going yeah, to consume it's, them. It's just going to be, I mean, especially if they start losing. Oh yeah, it's gonna get worse. Yeah, there's only gonna be, especially now since they're signing Seth Seth Jones to a huge freaking deal. That's yeah. gonna be a lot of. I'm gonna say my surprise bad, even though I want to say Boston. Uh, I'm gonna say Tampa, and it and it's Tampa right from the get go, and not because of a Stanley Cup hangover or anything else. It's because they got themselves into cap hell. And they can't get out of it without replacing it well enough. They have no picks, right? They 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 prospects are gone too. Well, you can't sign everybody to to you know four five six million dollar deals that they have. So I'm gonna say bad is gonna be Tampa. All right. And now we can move on to wrestling. Wrestling. My favorite point. It seems like it's wrestling season now that fans are back into the stands. But who was the first organization to get fans back in seats? Well, you could, I don't know, probably some backward-ass southern wrestling. It, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. AEW. Yep. AEW is on a huge uptick. And I know people make the comment, I think you texted to me, where... AEW stands for all XW. Yeah, all XWE stuff. But but then again, right, you, you can do all those homers and go, okay, 
well, what did WCW do? They took WWE guys coming off of contract. What did WWE guys do? They took WCW guys off of contract, right? So it's the right. same There's kind only of one. I mean, there's only really two big game, you know, shows yes. in the game that you can go to. Uh, but when it comes down to it, you, if you want to be on TV, you're going to one of those two guys. The difference is how the WWE uses the talent versus how they don't aew is using new talent is night and day because you look at just bringing up alistair black who jumped ship and showed up surprisingly because of someone who got fired in the legal department for a loophole in his yeah in his deal contract uh so that 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 whole thing was the moment that you get bumped up from nxt to the big shows you're supposed to modify your contract so that it goes from a 30-day non-compete to a 90-day non-compete. And somebody didn't bump it to a 90-day. He kept his mouth shut. And then they went running after Buddy Murphy. All, all they these went, other guys. What's, what's your contract say? Oh, man. Whoops. Yeah, whoops. And you know what just that, how they're using him. You know, where it's kind of, in it, my opinion, they're they're not going through a committee for storylines. It's one of those like, Hey, I got an idea. My name's going to be Malachi black. And I'm going to kind of have a peaky blinders look to me, but he, I'm essentially going to be the same guy. He is the same guy that that was his gimmick that I think he was doing. And they were like, go ahead. Who do you, who do you want to go after first? And it seems like everybody that comes that. in goes after Cody, which, which is fine. Cause if you, if you actually look at it, right. And and AEW is now consistently hammering home the point that I always had that this is WCW point, old WCW point two, not the the whole Bischoff Hogan NWO part of it, but before that, where it was. You mean before they got really good? They yeah, changed wrestling when when Saturday night's main event was was big, <clears throat> and they had their um, you know their their pay per views on TV. Um, they have storylines. They tell stories in the ring. They have, albeit sometimes slow, slow moves in storylines and storytelling. But it works. They're letting these guys act. They're letting them have personalities. They're not scripted promos like a lot of people are saying with the WWE. Um, the only problem is like you look at Andrade. Dude can't really speak a lick of English. And it hurts. So they had to bring in Chavo Guerrero Jr., which I don't mind, right? Look, I, I get what they're doing with bringing in all these faces to go, oh, look, it's Chavo, yay, right? And then everybody, all oh, the WWE marks, like, oh, look, you, all you do is hire X people. See, the thing is, though, you sign a guy like Chris Jericho, and what happens? Yes, you, you give him the belt. Why? Because he's a name. Because you need it. You need someone to carry the torch. But then he starts to put over people like MJF. He's putting and people. Cassidy and just look at what he's done so far, right? Yeah, he's a guy that doesn't have to win to be relevant. To be relevant. Yeah, you know, and, that's and that, pretty... I'm sure that's what WWE is saying about Bray Wyatt. But give the guy a chance. It's... Every time he loses, he disappears for three months and then just shows up. Well, apparently his thing now is more some type of medical reason that they're just being hush-hush about. So instantly I go, what, substance abuse? Like, what, right, what, what did he do that's so bad that you're keeping him off TV? 
<clears throat> but you know, what? I give I give Alexa Bliss a lot of credit. She took the ball and ran with it. Yeah. Because she was doing jack shit. Yep. And now she she's was, she was just above uh Liv Morgan and all and Mandy and yeah. all of those where you know what, you're a pretty face and you can wrestle, but what are we doing with you cuz you're not one of the big 4. No. And we're not letting you we're not letting you go after the big 4. Which is the opposite of what AEW does. It, it's it's night and day. If you look at it objectively, right, and not about looking. Oh, look, they missed this spot. Oh, look, this. Uh, look at what they do on each show. And AEW is different. They let them be themselves. D M D. Um, it, it's look look at the, all right the women's division between the two. WWF has or E has the, has the better talent. has the better talent. AEW, there's like a reason they have like four shows, right? Dynamite is their big one, right? Rampage is their is their the SmackDown one. slash a Thunder thing, right? They have AEW Dark, which they're pumping up young talent, right? They had their uh, U- YouTube show, right? For that's the, their main event. Right, that's their heat. Okay. But you know what? You look at what happened, right? You had the uh, Varsity Blondes, which is Brian Pillman's kid, and the other guy. Uh, uh, I'll just say Biff Garrison. I know that's the guy from uh, Letterman, but um, right. So you have them, and they worked their way up from dark to getting AEW full time contracts to being like number one tag team contenders. Right. It's it works. It 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 works for me because it's like oh that's cool. But then you look at organic. Yes. It's and not you, force feeding it. No. They you know what? They force fed um uh oh my god. Who's the champ in WWE right now? Roman Reigns. Yeah. Force fed shoved down throats. And finally after all this time, finally he's like 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 it's working now. Right. And then they bring Cena back, and the crowd's going nuts because they'd rather cheer for Cena than Roman Reigns. Than cheer for Roman Reigns. And John Cena. I personally would have made John Cena come back as a heel. Well, he he's he's like a Stone Cold Steve Austin now. He's using naughty, dirtier words. Right, but he I would have had him sucks. come back as he, a heel. Yeah, no, I, I would have had him come back and and break down that wall. No pun intended. And say like, "You guys begged me to come back because there isn't enough star power here." You begged me to come here. So you wanted to do a this. CM Punk? Yeah. Because, you know, segueing in, if you read every wrestling insider, it's all saying that CM Punk and Daniel Bryan are going to AEW. Can I tell you how fucking happy marking out I am when I heard that? I'm like, holy shit, I am now like 110% AEW, not just 100. I think it was Greg Wyshynski or some other guy that I saw online that said, I really wish the internet didn't exist so that I could be excited when these surprises happen. And it was Lex Luger showing up on in, in WCW, WCW again. Now, if I'm bringing in Punk and Brian and it's true. Oh, it's damn true. I bring them in NWO style. I know you want that way, but I don't think so. I bring them in sitting together ringside for like three dynamite shows where they just show every time there's a, a Kenny Omega. That's who they have to go after though. 
a, a good one of the the better i guess wrestling rag sites that like i read it was like the the best way that this can happen is that um when like omega drops the title to hangman adam page which i think he should right because reward page for for what he's been doing um like an adam page celebrates he goes to the back with the dark order and everything else and omega's just sitting there pouting and being just like a crybaby and this and that and the other thing cult of personality hits roof blows up because it'll be chicago and and he he either doesn't show right he doesn't come out but it's just the music right or he does he just stops at the, goes at the top of their stage and then just like does like a like you're a fucking crybaby and then like the show goes off the air or he does doesn't kenny omega do the fucking guns thing where he like points like the guns. O- omega does yeah for when he does right. his, when so he does his have v trigger out to the top of the stage and he points yeah or do something like and then that. he goes and then when he pulls his arm back lights go out that's when it goes out or yeah I, I i have it go nwo style and i have them sit ringside for mgf okay oh, any omega ones some somebody mentioned something and it was like an can open you, mic between mgf mjf and, and and punk oh my god but you don't throw see that's not a feud you start with they go high and well, look. You, you you start with Omega after he drops the belt for Daniel Bryan. You could have Daniel Bryan go after MJF. I I think bringing in CM Punk and bringing in Daniel Bryan for whatever names they're going to do, it doesn't matter. Um, both I think both of them going into this know that they don't need belts, right? And I think they get what AEW is doing. They want to like CM Punk said it's all about the money for me coming back and me being able to. It's like storyline. Enjoy it. And, well, I and, think he, I think he just wants to have fun and doing a good, doing good it. enough storyline, and that's what AEW does. That's great. I think I mentioned, um, I, I uh, what do you call it? Um, on Twitter, I added Miro and Braun Strowman. I said, you know what? The two of you going after the TNT title. I, I think I called it the TV title, so I fucked up on that one. But anyway, the TNT title and having them to tell that kind of storyline, like I if Braun, Braun Strowman's going back though, I don't think so. From what I read, is they started putting up his uh, merchandise back on in the shop. Really? Yep. Um, but other ones, right? So, all right. So we're talking about Punk. We talked about Brian signing the Big Show, and then signing Mark Henry to to deals. Yes, they'll wrestle at some point, but having them be a part of the development shows and stuff. And I guess having them be like a backstage voice and all that kind of stuff it gives them star power. I just, what they do is pretty cool, right? They're bringing in guys and, and it, it's working. It just works. And I don't know why it works. Maybe it's because you have wrestling guys actually being the let's bounce this off of somebody. The wrestling guys being the writers, right? Well, does having fans help in WWE? I mean, no. it was cool. Kind of got. I said I got mild chills when Cena came out on Monday. Uh, who knows what happened today on SmackDown? But like you get, you hear the music. You see him. He's one of the more naturally carries up. We have another trade. The Wild have traded have acquired the 20th pick that was Edmonton's Mm -hmm. for Edmonton and Edmonton acquires the wilds 22nd 
and 90th pick. So Minnesota is now on the clock. We. Who's the guy that looks like a munchkin on the... Uh, oh, with the, the, with, the line goatee? Yeah, and the, the, the green tie. I don't know. I'll get it. Uh, Billy Garen's on the phone. Oh, he hung up. <laughs> Who are you? I don't want to talk to you. Um, so let's see. Does fans help? I don't think that fans help the WWE because they're just so dragged down by the the Thunderdome concept, which was just right. absolutely stupid. Which led to my next comment was, do you think that they've actually just been treading water so they have fans back and they have good no. storylines to follow or debuts. A lot of what the rags are saying is that they no. Look, when they hired somebody to be part of their writing team that immediately got fired like a week after she got hired because she went on a podcast and just verbally said, I have no idea who the fuck these people are. They just hired me to write funny stuff. And then she got fired for it. That shows you what the hell's going on over there, which is. Asin being asinine. Look at what they did with um, uh, kill Carrion Cross, Killer Cross, whatever the hell they're calling him. Um, the dude, everybody was selling the fact that they that he's a title guy, right? In NXT, built and, him up to be a monster, and they debut him and have him lose to Jeff Hardy in two minutes. And they didn't even have his chick with him. What's his name? Scarlet? Is that yeah? And then on the other part of it is when he did his promo after the match and they interviewed him in the ring, it was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. Like, it, it's not like one of those, oh, you know, we're going to write it so that you sound horrible. You sound... No. It was poor. I'm not the best promo guy. I'm not the best podcast guy, but I listen to it and I go, that was bad. Yeah. I mean, at 40-something years old, you know what... Obviously, you know wrestling's fake, but you can tell what's a right the gimmick the script or anything else and you just sit there and you go oh, that's terrible the fans help i mean even if you have um right when AEW first kind of came back and had quote unquote fans but it was really just the other wrestlers on the roster like yelling and hooting and hollering around the ring that was at least something right yeah yeah, it's just not people on computer screens that are being told, you know, clap, look excited. Yeah, cheer, boo. Who does that? Yep. When it's it's like when you when you're sitting in a in a on a TV show or whatever and they're having they're clicking on the applause button. You don't do that in wrestling. It's got to be organic. Yep. It doesn't work. But then again, then again it also doesn't work when when you know, good old JR is saying it's <clears throat> oh. Monday Night Dynamite. <laughs> nah, you got to forgive the guy. I uh, thought, no, but he's, he's yeah, but he's doing it too much. I get, I, I, I get it. You did it for like twenty years or whatever it was. I get it, but come on, man. Uh, you know that when Jericho's done, he's just oozing right into that spot. Oh, yeah. Got him. It has to be. He can't. He he's never gonna go back to the WWE. Can't. He just can't. 
Yeah, I would say he burned that bridge. So you're talking about storylines? No, I think they they're going like month to month. They have nothing like long term. Like the whole like, oh, we're gonna, the Rock is going to come back for what? Like even Cena coming back. So what? Cena's going to break the record. He's going to have fucking sixteen. 17 title wins he's going to go over flair then what he's going to drop it the next week exactly exactly so he can go film you know the nanny three the nanny three that's funny i just i don't get i get why bringing him back and and the rock and everybody else you know the old school mentality of it but what's for SummerSlam? like i feel like you're wasting it well, it's, it's got to be just for the, the, the straight-up ratings. It has to be just for the ratings. That's The Wild traded up to get the goalie. Ah. The Swedish goalie. The highest, the yeah, higher-ranked yeah. goalie. Yeah, good for them. But, you know, I hope that... I know that they're going to... Punk and, and Brian are going to debut in Chicago because that's like their big pay-per-view. I just think, do you do you advertise it that they may no. be there or no, do no. you just do the surprise? You got to just, you do like the Aleister Blacks. I mean, it leaked already online that he signed, right? Sucks, but what are you going to do? Um, no, you, you don't. It, it, you do, you kind of do what the Aleister Black thing was and you just let him, um, you know, just pop up. That's it. That's all you need to do. Uh, so we were talking about, I guess, the the recent deaths, which surprisingly have not been many. <laughs> yeah, that we know of. Um, yeah, Paul Orndorff. Oh man, Paul Orndorff was bad. Like his son put a um, a video out yeah. of him in like a hospital. He had no clue who he was. He was like eating salt and pepper packets and and all that shit. And I'm just like, oh, dude, come on. Don't do that. Yeah, and it's, New Jack. New Jack was like a like a surprise. Like did he overdose? I'm gonna say probably, and it's not. Or was it a mean. heart attack? Or was it a heart attack due to an overdose? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd go with that one. Um. Yeah, I. Yeah, I feel like we're going to see more of these coming up. Oh yeah, I mean, we're, we, you and I are getting to that age where it's like everybody who you're like. Right, like the next one's gonna be like like a Hogan or a Nash or or a Scott Hall, where it's like you know you're trying to get clean and all that kind of stuff, and they're just gone, that, and you know I why. I don't know if you read, and this will be one of the things we finish with. Uh, Nash was on that Broken Skulls with Stone yeah. Cold, and then he was talking about uh, the invasion angle yeah. when the DX showed up outside the WCW event and yeah, yeah, were yeah. knocking on the door. He's like. Me and Hall were on the other side of the door. He goes, we were right there. Like, we were ready to open up the door. He goes, we thought, wouldn't it have just been best to have the door? He goes, you would have had your WCW stars on. He goes, we could have started a massive crossover. He goes, and Eric Bischoff told us, no, that we can't do it, that it's not good. He goes, it's never going to lead to anything. And if anything, it's going to show that they're attacking us. And he was like, and that was when WWE started taking it to us. He goes, I think if we opened it up, he goes, 
we all know each other. He's like, it wasn't like we were going to break out into a real fight. He goes, I'm pretty sure if we opened the door and started fake punching and they started fake punching, he goes, you would have looked at our faces and saw like smiling and laughing. Yes. And- you wouldn't have been able to, to properly to do that. But then you would have had to got Vince's uh, okay on that, right? At the time. Right. Or Vince would probably be like, I'm suing them for yeah. assault. And he'd lift his head up from the camera. What the hell's going on here? But. It is what it is, you know, can't go back and change it. And maybe I don't think AEW will ever get to that point where they're not trying yet. to attack. And I think that's smart. Like them, not like them subtly taking jabs every once in a while, like him, like Cody in the first show blowing up the triple H chair. And I think it was somebody, Zero, some folks can, somebody yeah, said some, something about the brass ring. Yes. You know, like, all right, for people that watch wrestling, you're like, all right, I know what they're doing there. But like when Punk and Brian come out, I don't think Daniel Bryan will shit talk, but I could totally see Punk coming out oh, yeah. and burying them. Yes, I can. Yeah. I can like, or end up being something like, it's like a part two to the pipe bomb thing. Like one of those, like, so as I was saying, <laughs> but it's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to, uh, to, you know, start doing this all over again, right? It is, it is. Well, now we'll have news, so we'll talk about uh, the next show about free agency and the rest it, of the draft and any trades, and we'll go from there. Free agency with regards to everything, wrestling, and hockey, and all that shit. Yeah. Well, we won't know anything about Punk and Daniel Bryan until... Later in the summer, anyway. But hey, it's well, good to October. I think it is right. September, at least. I think that's when they're, dude. When AEW can sell out Arthur Ashe Stadium for a live show in New York, fifteen thousand people. Oh, but they're not going to do it there. Oh no, but um, maybe Daniel Bryan, but not not Punk. But come on, that, that get under Vince's skin like that. Oh yeah. All right. High sticks and super kicks podcast, folks. Your perfect blend. Hockey and professional wrestling. Your pals, Rob and Dave. Back in the saddle again. Woo! Fun, <laughs> fun, fun. It is. All right, folks, go ahead and enjoy the rest of your NHL first-round draft. Go ahead and enjoy your rest of your SmackDown, if it's still on by the time you're listening to this. If you're, you know, I, I didn't think so either. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we'll do this again uh, in a short time, my friend, right? We will. It'll be fun. All right, folks. For Rob, for Dave, thank you for listening to the High Stakes and Super Kicks podcast. Tell a friend, tell your mother, tell your dog, whatever. Anybody who has a phone would be nice. Go to a, go to your local iTunes store and just add our RSS feed to all of the uh, Apple devices and make us proud. For Rob, he is Dave. Last words? Toodles. <laughs>